In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. Well, it's a slightly wet, depressing Monday morning, but I'm, we're going to cheer you up. I'm here with Jack Duffin. Jack, how are you, buddy? I'm good. Um, yeah, it's uh, at the end of the day, the record's not bad overall. It was, a, uh, it was a crap game all round. It was just awful. It was one of the worst football games I've ever watched. Um, not from a, this is my team, that's my team. It was just bad. Uh, the weather obviously made a massive impact. Um, but uh, yeah, if, if you'd have bet an under, um, you could have uh, made a killing. Uh, I didn't. Yeah, um, I didn't realise how bad the weather was until one of the it just absolutely peeing it down uh, in Cleveland, and I was like, now I remember how bad the American weather is on a bad day. Yeah, it was insane with that first field goal and it's, it's going comfortably to the right of the right post and then it hits the left one and goes wide. It was like, wow, this is insane. Yeah, but let's start breaking it down. It's going to be a quick podcast, so uh, please keep listening and apologise because a handful of our regular listeners um, did have a pop at us that we didn't do a pre-show this week. So um, yeah, we're all to blame for that and uh, it won't happen again. Yeah, they're in a game this week, so we'll uh, we'll uh, take the telling off, and uh, we'll come back better in two weeks. Yeah, so apologies, but Jack, uh, it's a tough one to say. But the offense, I'm gonna go with six out of ten. And what are you what were you thinking? I would say even less. Um, I would say, obviously, the the drops really hurt. There was drops everywhere. Um, it's it was grim. Um, I think it was like three for Landry. It was one for Njoku. Um, you, you've got to be catching that stuff. And uh, that really, really hurt the team because we just couldn't get anything going. And the run game, it was okay, but it was a bit obviously predictable because of the weather. But um, yeah, it was uh, disappointing. Um, I'm, I'm going to go with a four because if you score six points, yeah, it can't really get much better than that. So you could probably go even worse, but I'm going to take weather into impact. If you do that on a normal day, I'd, I'd have probably given them a one or a two, but I'll uh, give them a small pass. Yeah, that Landry um, potential touchdown, that could have been an absolute game changer for us. Um, but yeah, I. Um, what do you think about that Landry uh, touchdown? It, it, it wasn't a touchdown, but... Um, if we'd have got that, do you think we could have had a bit more momentum to win the game? Yeah, I think we'd have had some momentum. I think it was fair that wasn't given because that obviously was a drop, whereas I thought it was incredibly harsh on the Raiders not giving the uh, Rugs TD. It looked clearly in. You could see the green line. Um, as I said to my mate, who's a Raiders fan, I said, that's payback for when the refs screwed us uh, last time we played. So um, we're even. But um, yeah, I, I think... Um, they should have had the TD, whereas uh, ours, it wasn't. It was a drop. Hmm. Um, and yeah, let's let's just stress: we are 
let's get this right, Paul. We are five and three, which, um, you know, we're still on track for 10 and six. We've still got some good fixtures and the Ravens are losing a few games. So, you know, we have got a uh, bit of momentum, but let's, let's dis- discuss the defense. Um, the run defense, I thought, looked awful. Yeah, the, the run defense, we just got carved up. Miles um, Garrett, obviously, is out injured now, um, getting an MRI on his knee, I believe it is. Um, so that could be a really big blow. Hopefully, it's only one or two weeks and we've got the bye, so he's got some time to recover. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's going to be tough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it goes back to our original plan of just like, let's just draft loads of defensive players. You can see how good the Steelers are this year with their defense. And um, it feels like something we're really missing. Yeah, well, Andrew Berry's done it the right way because the fact is, if Baker's not who we want him to be, there's no point bringing in loads of big, expensive deals on defense and having an elite defense with no offense because it's not going to win you the game. You've got to have... If you have an elite offense, a great defense can help. Whereas if you don't have a good offense doesn't matter what the defense is doing. So he's right to focus on the offense. Everything's there. And we're just going to find out over the next year, probably next year, um, whether he's the guy. So it's definitely done it the right way. But yeah, we're going to focus on defense next year. Um, there's quite a lot of different pieces. And it's just seeing, are these guys going to step up or do we need to replace them? Um, obviously, the whole safety room needs rebuilding. Um, you're going to have Delpit in there, but you're going to have more pieces coming as well. So uh, it's... The defense is going to be fine. I'm, I'm not worried long term. Um, it's a one year. He, you can't fix everything in an off season, and he's definitely done it the right way. And what are we going to give to the defense? Four again, I think. Four, four. Yeah. Specials team. Um, I, I think they did really well. Um, I don't remember getting carved up with anything on special team. But obviously, we had the one miss field goal, but. It doesn't bother me too much. Um, the weather is obviously an impact. He hit two out of three. Um, and the punts were great. We, we penned them in. Um, so I, I'm happy to probably go an eight. Oh, a bit of positivity on this podcast. That's good, yeah. Okay, great. So I'm going to go with four, four, and an eight. All right, let's just... And the uh, managerial decisions, do you think um, he did everything right yesterday? Um, no, there, there, there was mistakes, um, just the whole way the game went, we probably should have just made sure we were thumping more. There were still times we're running on second and long, which is just egregious. You don't do it. Um, even in that weather, um, try get a pass, try get something moving because, um, it's not going to work. So it, it's one, but I, I can't take anything away from it in a game like that. We're five and three and happy, happy days. We haven't mentioned Baker Mayfield. The national press uh, looked at his stats and said he had a bad game. But I think watching the game, he didn't play too bad. He was just okay. Um, obviously, he, the win doesn't help. But when passes are getting dropped, that's not on him. Um, and that's why I'm really keen to see when PFF's grades do come out 
where they give him because if he, like the pass to Njoku, hits him right in the, between the numbers. Baker throws hard, we know that. Um, but you can't ask for Baker to do more than that. That's on um, the receivers. Um, obviously, the drops from Landry, that's on Landry. Um, Baker's put the ball where Baker needs to put the ball. And that's why I really like PFF's grades because whereas you look at the sort of passer rate and stuff like that and go, oh, it's, a, it's an incompletion regardless of what happened. Whereas no, PFF are going to break that down. Like, Actually, it's a perfect pass. Hasn't been caught. That's not the QB's fault. But um, one thing I do want to touch on is just where the sort of conference is at at the moment. So you've got Pittsburgh, Kansas, Buffalo, and Tennessee, who are the four divisional leaders. And then in the race for the wildcard spots, you, you've probably got six teams which are feasibly in it still. So you've got five and two is the Ravens and the Colts. Then you've got the Browns at five and three. And then you've got two teams at four and three, which is the Raiders and the Dolphins. And then Denver are just sort of flirting around there at three and four. I would say Denver are done. They're, they're not great. Even their win yesterday was uh, quite lucky. Um, so you, you've got five teams there competing for three spots. I'd say the Ravens are in. And then it's the Colts, Browns, Raiders, Dolphins. I don't think the Dolphins are there. Um, unfortunately, that conference, I don't know if head-to-head is the first thing that counts. If it does, that's, that loss to the Raiders could be massive at the end of the season because that could be the sort of stuff that loses you a uh, playoff spot. Hopefully it doesn't come to that and we're one win ahead of them guys. But uh, I, I, I don't know on their tiebreakers. It's something we'll come back to later in the season, but that could be a reason why that loss um, is a lot more costly than uh, you would normally see in a loss. Yeah, got you. And just so I know, Jack, so this year, um, how many, um, where do we, I'm looking at the uh, football conference at the moment. What, yeah, what position do we have to come to get it? So the top four are all in, and then it's three after that. So, um, yeah, Ravens or Steelers, whoever's there is getting that other 100%. That, that is going to be, hands down, the, the fifth seed. But, yeah, it's, it's Colts, Browns, Raiders probably fighting. One's going to miss out. Who is it? Yeah, I can't see the Colts being up there at the end of the season. Um, but who knows, hey? I didn't think they would, but they keep winning. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's one of them. Yeah, I think we're still in a good chance. Um, but yeah, if we don't make it, we don't make it. Here's a question for you, Jack. Um, people aren't gonna like this. Some people are draft next year. Who would you? What position would you be going for? Um, first two round, first three rounds. What positions would you be going for at this stage? Yep. So. Um, I'm not an evaluator of QB, um, but if there's a QB they really like, then you just go and get him. Um, that, unfortunately, that's just the truth. Um, there's people that say, hey, I'm a Baker Mayfield stan. They were the same people that were Hugh Jackson stan. They were a Freddie Kitchen stan. They were a John Dorsey stan. Um, you can't just back someone um, just because they play for your team and then the minute they're gone, you're like, oh, I didn't like him. Um, you've got to be smarter than that. So QB, it all depends who's there. So you don't know. And people saying, hey, we're going to be picking too high. When was the last time a number one pick was good at QB? Um, We're talking, I'm not by good, I mean elite. Andrew Luck probably, but he wasn't great the first few years. Um, It's one where most of these top QBs have gone in like that 10 to 15 range. So we can easily get there. Um, 
That's not one I'm that worried about getting a pick in that level. Um, but it's probably, I'm up for giving Baker another year, um, as long as he shows some progress down the line. Um, so defensive end is obviously a massive need opposite Miles Garrett because yep. um, Adrian Claiborne's not a starter. Um, he's a, great, a good rotational piece. Um, in terms of the offense, just wide receiver is the only one we need. So that's something there. And then defense, uh, cornerback or safety. Um, one of those two, probably both of those two. So if I was going to say first three rounds, take QB out of it. I need an edge rusher, a um, wide receiver, a cornerback, and a safety. Okay. Obviously, we might address one of them in free agency. If we're going to address one in free agency, it's most likely to be a safety. It's a position most regularly where you'll get a great player in free agency. Anthony Harris um, is possibly one. They'll bring in for sort of a three-year deal. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting to start thinking about this because um, I think our O-line has got another year or two in it, would you say? So the O-line's in a really nice position. So you've got the two tackles tied in for five years and three years. So they're set. Um, they'll need a youngster behind them, but that's fine. You can pick someone else up. You're not going to do that in the top of a draft. Uh, guards, you've got uh, Betonio for a couple of years. You've got um, Wyatt Teller, who's going to get an extension after this season. Um, so they're there. Tretter's locked in um, for a couple of years. So y- you're looking to address the future with um, centre and guard. And obviously, Harris might develop into someone they're happy to start um, post-Tretter. So yeah, mid-round pick, um, sort of fourth, fifth, there's probably going to be a guard coming in, unless they do really like Forbes, but um, it's a weird one um, because obviously we've never seen him play. Yeah, and then you've got um, obviously tight end room, running back room. I think are all all fine. Um, obviously, quarterback as we discussed. Then going into the defense, we could have more in as a linebacker. I know you classically wouldn't want to take a linebacker in the first round. First um, three. First three, no. Nah. Yeah. At the end of the day, we've got some pieces in there, and Woods has already spoke about. It. He wants to play sort of a dime defense, so four D linemen, one. Um, linebacker and then either sort of three and three or um yeah probably knowing him it'll probably be three corners and three safeties so that that's where you need bodies at the end of the day Malcolm Smith's been doing an okay job at linebacker and it's one of them where they've got like a a little bit of throw a few different players in their different snaps get them doing what they can do best um and focus on just building that secondary because quite frankly you've got Denzel Ward you've got Delpit, who's hopefully going to be a good player. We don't, we don't even know yet. Um, obviously, a lot of hype around him. I'm excited about him. But until we see sort of six games, ten games a season, we don't know. Um, but other than that, what else is there? Greedy, there's a lot of promise. I'm excited for Greedy, but we don't know. Um, so, yeah, you might have three players and you obviously need six starters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah looking at that list, mate, it looks like... Defensive end, first round, hopefully. Wide receiver, cornerback, then linebackers. And yeah, get a safety and free agent. That looks like probably the plan going forward. Yeah, so the secondary, I think, is going to be the, the biggest focus. And it wouldn't surprise me if they just keep throwing darts. So you might end up seeing loads get drafted. And they might not all hang around, but they'll uh, pick up a load of pieces just to see what's going on. Yeah. 
All right, Jack. Well, look, thanks a lot for your uh, time today. Go Browns. We've got a week off. Red Zone next week, yeah? Yeah, Red Zone next week. Um, we'll have to do some stuff in Dubai. Maybe we'll sit down and have a really good look at the... Uh, the room, the contract, see what we're doing, maybe one on the offense, one on the defense, and sort of sit there and have the, the discussion that teams are really going to have because they're going to talk in three-year plans. Um, what, what are we doing? What's going on? Um, and I think that'll be a nice one. So maybe one show on the offense, one on the defense sometime uh, this week. All right, excellent. Let's get a day in the diary. Jack, go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns.